Kyle, good morning to you, and welcome to Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. <laughs> it's uh, November 6th here, already, 2017. My name is Tim Patterson, and uh, I guess I'm a trade show guy. That's, that's what they tell me anyway. Uh, so I own the company Trade Show Guy Exhibits. Uh, we do projects for small to medium-sized companies. Uh, projects would include the designing and fabricating exhibits, things like that. I also have a book, which you can find on Amazon, called Trade Show Success. Uh, I always think it's interesting who you meet in this business and uh, what those people do. For example, I recently met a guy named Matt Kazam uh, via LinkedIn. Uh, not sure if he reached out to me or vice versa, but I offered at one point to say, hey, maybe you should be on my... Um, podcast and and vlog because you know you're in vegas you're in the event world you do trade shows and corporate things like that he said sure so we ended up uh doing a little conversation recently and this is how it went with matt kazam speaking with matt kazam of they laugh you win uh, you're in vegas right matt i am i and, am That's and, and, but you don't sound like you grew up in vegas i'm, I'm guessing no, no. kansas <laughs> Kansas. Now, how, Kansas. Now, how would you how 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 does someone that grew up in Vegas sound like? I'm not really sure about. That. Yeah, no, no, no. I I I think of like a tumbleweed because I don't think anybody is from here other than the tumbleweeds. <laughs> That's um, true. Uh, you know, and it's crazy how much this town has changed. I always say uh, a Bugsy Siegel is rolling over in his very shallow grave. If he saw what Vegas had become, what his dream eventually had manifested to, but uh, but nobody is from here. But uh, it, the, the town is booming, so. Uh, you know, I think there's going to be a new generation. So Vegas might develop an accent. And so in the green room, we were kind of talking about how Vegas has really exploded in, in uh, conventions and meeting space and, and trade shows in the last, what, 10, 15 years or so. You've been there a while. You've done, you, you did a show for a long time, a, 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 yeah. a comedy show. So tell me about that. And, and what transitions have you seen in Vegas? Uh, amazing. You know, it's funny. People don't come here for play anymore. They come here for work. You know, Caesars has changed their marketing to be, to, to be Caesars means business. And, you know, it, uh, we've got to 50 million people come here. Thank goodness they all don't come here for gambling, drinking, and, you know, debauchery. Uh, it has become the trade show convention conference capital of the world. I did a show at the Riviera Casino for two years, and uh, it had been open for 60 years, and they finally just blew it up but blew it up not to put up another attraction or casino, but to put up, uh, to double the convention space floor, the Las Vegas convention space floor. So it really kind of hit me at that point that, you know, this wasn't, you know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas anymore. What happens here is work, you know, what happens here is commerce and, and uh, kind of shifted my business that way. Yeah, and I've had a lot of clients that do shows there every year, and so I, I, I get there more frequently than I used to. My, my earliest memories of going to Vegas are probably, late 70s, early 80s. And that was when you could get a steak dinner for like a buck 99, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, you, and because they gave you the cheap, good food, uh, yeah. because they knew you were going to gamble a lot. But uh, you're right, Absolutely. gambling still happens, but it's not yeah. uh, the main thing. And there are lots of convention centers there, which uh, draw a lot of crowds, a lot of big, big shows in yeah. and out all the time. It's, it's huge business down there. So how do you work with the trade show and convention uh, business right now? Uh, you know, I found that 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 initially, you know, uh, and it all kind of came from this uh, program I created for the golf space uh, called the Funniest Hole of the Day. So what it was, I planted at a, at a par three, foursome came in, told them some jokes, thanked the sponsor, you know, did a little marketing for the event. They moved on. Another foursome came in all day long. I'm out there for five hours. And not knowing that I actually was developing – I could do the, bring this indoors, you know, and, and this is exactly what the face-to-face -face marketing situation is for the trade show booth. So I had already built these amazing skill set 
uh, for what I call close-up comedy. So initially it was just about kind of being in the booth, you know, be engaging people, drawing them in, handing them off to the sales team. But as I developed They Laugh, You Win, uh, you know, I developed a way to take their message and embed it in humor, which, you know, in trying to stand out in the trade show space is, is you've been on the floor, you know. Oh, yeah. um, but, uh, uh, you know, so getting them to remember you, you know, so 10% of what people hear and see, they remember. When you wrap that message in humor, it goes up to 50 or 60%. So then it became more about, you know, not just, bringing people into the booth, but helping them deliver their message. And I, and I tell a lot of people, I go, if you're not bringing a guy with my skill set to your event, you better have another plan. Um, and a lot of people are new at this. I'm working with a coffee company now that, that actually, you know, we kind of do it piecemeal sometimes because sometimes logistics, you know, dictate what we can do, how much time we have, you know, how much budget they have, how big of a booth they have. But this is a company that can do everything. And they're trying to get into uh, the hotel and boutique uh, 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 hospitality space and get their product in there. So since it's a coffee company, it kind of makes a great tie because comedy goes back to coffee houses and things like that. So we've designed the booth. Half the booth is a demonstration of their products and, and their offerings. And the other half, we built a coffee house where I go up and do 10 minutes and, and uh, you know, of, of some of my content, content I developed for them, deliver their message, and then I hand them right off to the sales team. And, and I tell you, it's, it's just been working fantastic. Uh, so, so you make a, you work with the client and you figure out what content works and then absolutely. you kind of, to, to sell their, whether it's tech or it's coffee or whatever. Are there any industries that work better than others for you? Or have you explored that far enough yet to know? I'd say when you mentioned tech, for one reason, you know, a guy, uh, you know, have the money, you know, I mean, the guy told me, he goes, we're a billion dollar company and I've never touched the product. You know, we're selling zeros and ones here. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, we, we've got, the budget, you know, and, and, and that's the thing is up until I got in this space, you know, the reason a lot of people shy away from doing sketch performances or even stand-up performances is the, the cost of building a soundproof booth, you know, because you need to have the people focused on that. Whereas, you know, with my skill set from doing it on the golf courses and, and, and basically, I mean, I've done three prisons in my career. Nothing <laughs> is going to distract me. So, once I found a way to not have to build a $75,000 special booth uh, for us to do the show in, it really led to, 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 to all these other opportunities. And then also bringing my Vegas show to the event, you know, as, a, as an off-site uh, evening, you know, marketing opportunity. So 30 days before the event happens, you email the prospects and your customers and go, hey, this year at the Orlando, uh, you know, trade, trade show, uh, we're going to bring in Las Vegas headliner Matt Kazam, and there's a couple of uh, small and opportunities here. Is uh, uh, so you get in front of your client 30 days before the show starts, and uh, then they have to pick up the tickets in the booth. So it's a reason for them to come see you in the booth, and so they RSVP ahead of time, and then they come pick up their tickets in the booth, get them from me. I warm them up. You know, we get another opportunity, and then that night we we do the show, which is which is unlike anything else. I mean, it took me 10 years to write it. I could be a doctor now instead of just having this, this amazing <laughs> piece of content, but it's about how much the world is changing. And it really does, when people walk out of there, they go, I never thought I was gonna have this experience at a corporate event. And now your brand is associated with that. So, you know, I, I basically take every club out of my bag to help them win in the trade shows because, 
it is a battle and, 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 and it's easy to lose there. And, and, and my passion, I was just helping people win. Well, you got to stand out. And, and I know a number of performers to do it in different ways. Sometimes they're just really good presenters. They get up there and they talk about the product and they make it fun and entertaining. Others do a little bit of magic, you know, whether it's yeah, sleight of hand yeah. and things like that. Others yeah, do more yeah. stunts and things. And I've sure. seen jugglers to do it. Uh, your, your, your shtick, I guess is, is comedy. And so, uh, do you have a handy joke? I mean, just, I'm just curious. Can you can you tell me a joke? <laughs> I put you on the spot. <laughs> a joke. No, I will tell you a lot about uh, um, the show. Forty is not the new twenty. It's not just my story. It's our story. You know, I talk about how much right. the world has changed. I go. We didn't have Google. We had Go Ask Your Father. Right. You know, and we and I remember when there were three stations on TV. And and again, all these feelings. I take them back to that other simpler time. Um, and 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 it works a lot for this because a lot of times in 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 in, in the trade show space, all your product is supposed to be better than some other products and solve a problem and and using kind of history where you know especially in the tech space when i'm doing stuff for people who develop apps or cyber security i mean this is a really new world problem and comparing and contrasting that against uh you know what the what what the reality was you know 10 15 20 years ago uh really works well so so the content i developed you know uh based on 40s not the new 20 really transcends even industry it's it's more about people and and connecting them with that feeling and then to your brand and then you plug in the various aspects that you're you're pitching for the brand so that you're you're talking a lot about what their product is and then working and yeah. comparing to maybe product of the a similar space 15 20 years ago or something like that Absolutely. so gotcha and, gotcha yeah. and people laugh only two reasons and i talk about this in my training they laugh at a superiority and they laughed at a commonality now, superiority doesn't really work in a lot of ways in business, but does work when you're talking about your product being superior to the way we used to do it. So yeah. it really, there is tremendous opportunity for comedy here. And, you know, and, 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 uh, and then when it does allow, uh, you know, the full gamut of my offerings, really chances to, to really stand out because you're the only one a lot of times bringing this. A lot of people are bringing magicians. A lot of people are bringing these other ones. But at every show, with the buzz of the show and that gets uh, picked up by the trade magazines that are there. I mean, they're really interested in this concept I created. So there's a lot of ancillary benefits as well. Well, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to seeing how that develops for you over the next few years, Matt. I think that's great to hear uh, from you. Lead generation, comedy, corporate events, uh, trade shows and things like that. And so, Matt, what's the best way for people to track you down? I think we ran into each other on LinkedIn. I'm not even sure how yeah. it happened, but, but that's what happens. You know, we, and I thought, well, Matt, I got to talk to you. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, and that's the thing is that that's why they left you in. You know, I, I kind of had this business 10 years ago and that was kind of pre-Facebook and LinkedIn and, and the Internet. And now there are a lot of places, but they left you is the best way. Uh, really love on LinkedIn. If you connect with me on LinkedIn, I give tips every week and and there's ways just to kind of be part of my network there. But, uh, um, you know, we'll come to Vegas and just uh, stand on the strip for half a minute. I'm sure I'll walk by. Matt, I uh, enjoy talking to you and I hope we can see each other in person. If I'm uh, in Vegas or the next time I'm down there, I'll give you a shout and, and see if we can find, uh, find you. Anyway, good luck and uh, thanks again for your spending time here in Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. You got it. Thanks so much. And indeed, thanks again to uh, Matt Kazam. Uh, for joining me on uh, this week's Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. I got a trade show tip or trade show tips, as it were. Uh, it's a list. It's another list. I love lists. Uh, it comes from a blog post on tradeshowguyblog.com and will likely show up in my new book, which is going to be a book of lists which come from the blog. It's There's, there's a lot there. So it's, I've, I'm compiling them. It'll be fun. Uh, and, and I'm making steady progress. So that's a good thing. So 
six random but unforgettable trade show tips to take you on a successful trade show experience. Number one, standing out. How do you stand out? Well, your trade show booth, your trade show exhibit should stand out from others in any way it can. Uh, There are hundreds, maybe thousands of booths in the show you're at trying to attract eyeballs, and that can be difficult. Uh, But if you realize that every other booth is trying to do the same, you can stand out by being a little bit different. You know, maybe that means a dynamic color, a very bold statement, a single image on the backdrop that's just large, large enough to stand out. So whatever you can do to stand out, maybe it's a hanging sign, bright colors, bold statements, compelling questions. That's one way. Stand out. Uh, Freebies. There are right and wrong ways to approach giving away, you know, trinkets and tchotchkes and swag. Don't give something away just for the sake of giving something away. Uh, having a pen with your logo on it may mean something to you, but to a visitor, you know, they, they got seven other pens that day. So I'm not saying that pens are good or bad. You have to figure out what the choice is and how to make what you're giving away stand out a little bit. Uh, if the giveaway is usable and memorable, it may get noticed longer. Uh, let's see here. I use a, a letter opener. It's got U.S. Bank on it. I've had this for like 10 or 15 years. I use it every day. And it, they remind me that they gave it to me. <laughs> and maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's not. I'm not a U.S. Bank customer. Well, I guess I have a credit card through them. Anyway, so how do you stand up? for? Um, if a giveaway is usable and memorable, it may get noticed longer. Uh, a premium giveaway for a special visitor that you're really trying to sell may mean a metal coffee cup. Uh, with your logo or something similar, uh, work with your promotional products company to find appropriate freebies. Uh, business cards. When was the last time you went to a networking event or a trade show and said, oh, I only brought like a half a dozen business cards. Take twice as many as you think you'll need. I end up usually taking a couple of hundred. I have a, some in the suitcase, you know, if I'm traveling and I've got uh, 50 or 60 in my pocket with a rubber band around it. So when I trade cards, I stick their card into the rubber band. Anyway, so I take lots of cards. I have been to networking events where I've uh, uh, forgotten cards and only had a couple, um, but I always manage to make uh, plans to get enough at trade shows. So that's good. Uh, 30 second pitch. Most standard sales pitches will be packed with features and benefits, but uh, that's a good way to become very forgettable because people don't care about features and benefits. Instead, come up with an engaging question or an introductory question that gets a visitor to stop. Then you can go into a pitch that focuses on how you work with clients. Like, you know, we help frustrated marketers that can't find a good graphic designer or they're embarrassed by poor signage or poor printing or they don't have an overall program to get their brand image out online and don't suppose that any of those concerns or challenges affect you, those types of things, okay? Number five is traffic flow. If your booth is blocked off from the aisle by tables and chairs, people can't and won't come inside your booth. Uh, If they don't come inside your booth, you can't have a really comfortable conversation with them or a longer one. Uh, if it's appropriate, about what challenges and how your product or service may help them. No matter what size your booth, the traffic flow should be uh, prime consideration of the booth design. And finally, number six, have some fun. You know, trade shows and events are a short-term but high-energy commitment. Uh, the more fun it looks like you and your staff are having, the more people you'll attract, the more people want to be involved with you. You know, uh, trade shows are all about attracting people and then knowing what to do with them. So that's our tip of the week, the, 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 the list, the six lists. Uh, this week's one good thing, I get to give a shout out to um, Sandler Sales Training. I just wrapped up a year of training with them and and am con- considering jumping in for a second year. We'll see how things go. What I really love about the training is that it was a consistent 
weekly training and not a one-time only workshop where, you know, two days later you've forgotten pretty much everything. Uh, weekly reinforcement and continued training is really the only way, in my opinion, to get the results that you want. And it gave me a system of prospecting and selling that I'd never really had before. So I'm much more comfortable at that aspect of my job, you know. Uh, so a shout out to Sandler Sales and my trainer for the past year, Brad Kleiner in the uh, Portland area. That does it for this week's trade show guy, Monday morning coffee. Now I'm going to go back and what I've been doing all morning is listening to uh, Rolling Stones from the 60s. So back to my oldies. Have a great week.